Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout Podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. <coughs> Mr. Ben Errington. Sorry about the cough. <laughs> Were you, you waiting to do that then? I don't know, it kind, of, it kind of just happened. It was impulsive. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, uh, you're not wearing a hat today. I was, uh, I was just thinking earlier. Oh. I wonder what hat Ben will wear, to, wear today because I don't think you get enough credit for like your hat game. <laughs> how many yeah. hats? How many hats do you have? Um, I free regular actually. Why regular, not? free regular, free regular caps. Yeah, I've got them right in front of me. I'm going to show you them. This is strange <laughs> for the audio only. I'm going to describe them. So I've got like a red canvas hat. Burgundy, I'd say. Burgundy. Sorry, yeah. Uh, a black, um, I seen that le- one. Le- a black leather look one. Yeah, and now I've got a grey canvas one as well. Nice. And and I've got quite a lot of different be- little beanie hats. It's because I've got a little bit of fluff on my head. That's it. Well, I uh, I've just been getting cold, so I've been thinking recently about getting a hat. And I was like, I'd like to get a cap, but it doesn't really protect. It doesn't really keep you warm. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Horror stuff. Uh, other horror stuff. <laughs> have you, uh, have you um, seen or done anything other horror-related stuff this week? Uh, anything horror-y? Uh, stabbed anyone up? I haven't stabbed anyone up. Um, that would be horrible, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't think I have. <laughs> this is this stuff I really need to. <laughs> I really need to prep and remember this part of the show because this is definitely the part of the show where I really <laughs> lack on. Done anything else horror-related? Um, well. Uh, no, but I've been watching some some videos with some horror games. There we go. That might that might go. be it. There you go. What, what what have you been watching? So I've been watching a YouTube show called Boundary Break, which right. I've been really enjoying. Which is basically where a guy has like a free roaming camera in like an any in like old school games. So I've seen like a uh, couple of Resident Evil games, Silent Hills. So basically, obviously the standard camera angles you would see, hmm. he just like takes the camera and sees pretty much what the world's made out of, and it's it's incredibly fascinating. You get to understand what these these sort of video game um, creators really what what stuff you know it's, it's just massive. Some of these worlds are huge. Wait, um, so it like pulls back. To yeah, show like the entire map. Shows like the entire map. Shows like all the little secrets, all the little stuff you weren't supposed to see. Yeah. All the little all the little little bits and bobs, which are like elements of the game, which obviously get pulled in by at certain points of the game. Yeah. Sometimes they just float underneath the map and stuff. Did, but, you ever, uh, did you ever play really that cool. game? Um, it was by Crows, Crows, Crows. Uh, they, one of those guys, the guys who made Stanley Parable. 
in it is again yeah. it's something like it's called something along the lines of Doctor Langelov's Incredible Adventure game or something. And so <laughs> it's, it's only like a really like short half an hour game, but you start to play it, um, and then Stephen Merchant is doing the is doing the narration. He goes, "Are you ready to play the game?" And as you go right. to play the game, he says, "Oh no, the game's broken down. Can you help him oh. run the game?" So then you go behind the scenes and you've got to put all these levers to help the game happen. <laughs> so right. like you hear the noises cool. and it's yeah, it's really it's really it's like a little demo more than anything but it's uh <laughs> yeah but it's really fun <clears throat> of a horror guff i've just finished reading joe hill's strange weather that was uh ah, joe hill oh, the nice. son of stephen king um it was good i don't know if i'd really call it horror out and out horror there was uh it's kind of like dark fantasy you ever read like ah. um did you ever read horns or watch the film horns uh no i haven't okay. um i've got nosferatu which I'm, i need to read yeah, I'd like to do that one. Got around to that, yeah. But there was one story, and so it's Junkie. Strange Weather's four short novels, um, and one of them was called Loaded, and that was like about gun gun crime and stuff, and I wasn't expecting that, and I finished it, and the last sentence, I was just, I literally like guffawed, like, ha! no, no. Because <laughs> <Really? laughs> I couldn't believe that like, he'd ended on that, like, in that way. It was so, it was like the end of the mist. It was that kind oh, of level of... Uh, yeah. And it made you guffaw, guffaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That sounds. That sounds. That sounds lovely. I'm. I'm long overdue a good guffaw. Yeah, me too. I haven't guffawed quite a while. I uh, since that book. Since that book. <laughs> since yeah, since the other day. Uh, okay, so today. Um, so normally we talk about the fifty best horror movies ever, and then we spoil the hell out of them. Today you wanted to do something slightly different. You thought let's do a guilty pleasure. Yeah. What, this, what, why this film? Why did this film I, come to your knowledge? I think so. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I stumbled across maybe the image or like the name. Maybe it was listed in something that like an actor starred in. Mm. And then I kind of like, I was talking about it with some friends and I said, Do you remember the film 13 Ghosts? And everyone was like, No. And I was like, Surely sure. it can't. I remember have just... it pretty. Yeah, oh, I know. My, oh, me and my I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, Surely it can't just be me. And I think then I, then I messaged you and said, Remember this or we should, we should do an episode on this. Yeah. And luckily, you knew what it was. But yeah, I thought it was quite a famous film. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, it's got like loads of Star Wars of like the of like late nineties, early two thousands starring in it. I yeah. say loads, just like a few. Well, <laughs> it's um, so it's a dark castle film. These guys made um, a few films that, like, if I just mention some of them, you'll know exactly the style. It was like the high budget horror that sort of was around mm. early two thousands. Was one of them. Sorry, I don't want to spoil the moment. No, was one of them. House on Haunted Hill, the remake. That was the first one of Dark Castle's. Uh... The House on Haunted Hill, that remake and this remake, yeah, really like cross over in my mind. Like I just when I try and think of them, I can't think of one without the other. Well, I think they're only like two years apart. So yeah, so Dark Castle uh, came about to basically remake uh, Woody and Castle horror films, so like older mm. sort of horror films. So the first one was House on Haunted Hill, and then I think. Uh, this one, 13 Ghosts, was the second one. So I think they're really similar. And then they yeah. sort of gave up on that whole Wim Castle thing and started doing whatever you want. So um, so in 2002, they brought out Ghost Ship, which has got like a really killer yeah. opening scene. <laughs> yeah. But then it just kind of like, I don't know what it is. It's, I think it gets really campy, like kind of like action horror campiness. So, so the director, Steve Beck, yeah. who directed Ghost Ship and directed 13 Ghosts, it's the only right. two films, it's the only two films he's directed. Yeah. Uh, 2003 they did Gothica which I remember being quite good I, I, maybe it wasn't I don't really remember 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I remember Gothica a bit, and I remember mm. it not being great, but okay, probably probably worth a revisit. That was when that was in the Halle Berry was at the height of her powers, really, wasn't it? Yeah, and then she did Catwoman, well, and then. And and then she and everyone went, yes, this is the best film she's ever been in. Give her a franchise. <laughs> yeah, Give her a apex, franchise. Yeah. Uh, and then in 2005, they did House of Wax, which I remember I was the right oh. age to find that kind of yes. scary. And I watched them, um, I was kind of curious and I was looking at this up. I watched the clip. I remember uh, the guy from Supernatural being made into like a wax statue and they're, like, they're sort of piddling up his up his cheeks and stuff. And I remember that being kind of freaky. I'm, pre- I I'm pretty sure I've saw that. That's Paris Hilton's in that, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. I, I think my sister used to watch that quite a lot, but I don't think I'd ever... I think I've seen it once, maybe. Um, is yeah. How about the, the Haunting remake? Is that anything to do with this? I suppose it's not. It's more of a bigger budget sort of thing. I don't, don't, I don't know about that one. Maybe. So the do you remember who was in that? So that was Liam Neeson, um, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Owen Wilson was in it as well. I don't know why. Like The, the vibe, <laughs> the vibe of... The Go vibe on. of this film, The Haunting, yeah. remind, reminds me of House, of House on Haunted Hill and 13 Ghosts as well. It's sort of all around about the same sort of time. Mm. Um, and they just look very, they look very similar, these films. Yeah. But The Haunting was, the Haunting was pretty naff. It's got 4.9 on IMDb. No, I think, I think The Haunting is a Dark Castle film, actually. Um, oh, really? Which would make sense. Um, Do you reckon they just used, they just had the same set that maybe, they just like yeah. moved around a bit and just went... They, uh, so I think around 2005 they started to drop off, but they did two more that I think are worth mentioning. They did in 2009 they did Orphan. Did you ever watch that? Um, yeah, yeah, I did watch that. That was a that was all right. I mean, the twist was kind of ridiculous, but also pretty cool. Disturbing, like super disturbing. Yeah, but it turned into like it's a, a slasher film. But I thought it was quite cool. Uh, and then they in 2010, I think the last like not- notable one was Splice with Adrian Brody. Ah, uh, yeah, someone okay. else. And a I quite like I quite like Splice. Uh, alien. Confusing, yeah. makes me feel weird. Weird, weird, <laughs> weird interspecies sex scene as well, isn't there? Yeah, and at the start, so like, there's the two penises that, uh, <laughs> that like, they have like little uh, barbs on them and start kill, yeah. kill each other at the start. Yeah. Two penises kill each other. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I don't, I don't remember that. That feels like yeah. a part of a film I wouldn't remember, but I don't yeah. remember that part. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So and then and then and then this one came out. But I guess the thing is like these are high. I think these cost a lot of money to make, and I think. They when you start to get films like Paranormal Activity and Blumhouse started to do low budget but like incredible returns on films. I think horror movies were like we're not going to make any high budget horror movies anymore because it's, it's not it's not really worth it. But yeah, I wonder what the, I wonder what the budget was for this. I mean, there's a lot of well, here we go. So the budget was forty two million dollars. Yeah, that's insane. Now we think about. I it. mean, it it grossed forty one in the US and worldwide grossed twenty six million. So. That's pretty good going. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you get? I mean, I guess the Conjuring too. I guess that might have had a big budget, but I doubt it was that. That yeah. big. I don't know. Um, I guess this has got like what you would assume are like not massive stars, but like big stars, kind of for their time. So obviously Matthew Lillard um, was was off the back of like things like Scream, and I'm assuming he done Scooby Doo. Watching this, I kind of feel out. like he should only do Scooby Doo. He's a yeah, like, yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah. character. He was, although he's pretty good in the in the new Twin Peaks. I thought he's very oh, good right. at getting like snotty, like he yeah. uh, he's the snottiest guy. It felt very Scooby Doo in places. Yeah, this film yeah, did. yeah. It, it did. felt yeah. kind of ridiculous. I mean, a lot of the characters are really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're real awful, awful, aren't they? And obviously, this this film also stars Shannon Elizabeth, 
Um, it was in like, um, uh, it? that Christmas episode we did. Uh, the... Oh yeah, What's Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Yeah, she was in Jack. She was Frost, in that so. Jack Frost getting shout. She was in Jack Frost getting shagged, killed, shagged, killed in in a, in a shower. Yeah. And in this film, she seems like she loves a bathroom. Like she's never seen a bathroom before in her life. <laughs> I thought the she's same thing was going to happen again. Oh, she's going to yeah. get attacked in the bath again. You're yeah. ready, ready for Jack Frost yeah. to walk in. So obviously, yeah, that was off the back of things like she she she'd been in loads of like um, American Pie, sort of teen teen comedies, yeah. So like American Pie and stuff like that. Um, and then also stars Tony Shalab. Is that you say his name? So obviously Monk. Uh, do you ever see? You ever see Monk? No, but I I I thought this is the guy. It may not be. Is this the guy from Men in Black who gets head blown off? Ow, it really hurt. Oh. You know, and his head goes really small. And that was a good voice. That was a good voice. Maybe I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure. Maybe. Oh wait, uh, no, he was in Men in Black too. Oh, as Jack, as Jack Jeebs. So maybe he was. Yeah. yeah maybe that yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's good. That's good memory, and also good memory of the exact line. Of... <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's not. It's, I mean, it's not a great cast. Let's not embarrass ourselves by saying that. What's the name? But the you know, like the pe- the Peter Peter yeah. girl. Uh, I'm just looking at her filmography: Army of Darkness, Schindler's List, Matilda, The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, so, so Ember Ember Davids. That is. Yeah. She's in probably her biggest role is Bicentennial Man, where she was like. Robin Williams is cr- not creator, but mm. friend. <laughs> I don't know. And she was Matilda. She was um, Mrs. Mrs. Miss. Uh, yeah, yeah. The teacher. What's the teacher's name? The teacher's name is Miss Honey. Miss Honey. Yeah. Love Matilda, man. Yeah. Um. So she. So they've all been in like you know enough stuff to warrant. They've all done stuff. <laughs> they've all been in stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly, but you're not looking at the cast going. This yeah. is a great cast. You're looking at it thinking, where do I know that person from? They're definitely in one. <laughs> they're definitely in one other thing at least. So um, I was looking at the film, getting my notes together, and normally you have like the Empire, what Empire said about it, uh, and I thought we haven't got one for this. But then I went on to Rotten Tomatoes to see what the critic uh, consensus was. So this <laughs> is the critic consensus: the production design is first rate, but Thirteen Ghosts is distinctly lacking in scares. And I thought oh, that's a bit. It's got 14% of Rotten Tomatoes. And I thought I better look for like a good review just to sort of like balance it out. I found the only one I could find, this is like the, the best one I could find, still entertaining in spite of its no, in spite of the number, numbers of faults. I was like, oh, that's about as <laughs> good as you're going to get. It's like you're looking for positive and you're looking for negative. You just yeah. find pretty much bang in the middle. Like it's still good, backhand, even yeah. though it's still good, even though it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty much what it says. <laughs> But uh, so you you enjoy, you enjoyed it? Is this the first time? Well, when when do you remember when you first watched it? Oh, I I saw I must have been not long after it came out because I remember mm. me and I, I don't think I saw it. This, no, no, I wouldn't have seen it in the cinema because it is a is an eighteen. It is rated yeah. R. Um, I remember watching it with my mum like on DVD. Like, can't have been. It must have been one of the earliest DVD releases. Yeah. Um, and I've seen it. I've seen it quite a few to, few times. So when I remembered it, I kind of remembered it quite fondly. Mm. And I thought, oh yeah, that was cool. I mean, it was one of those good shit movies, wasn't it? Like, it's not great, yeah. but I mean, it's got enough going on that it's like quite quirky and interesting. Like, it is quite a good concept when you think about it. It's a good, yeah, it's a good concept. It's set in a good place and with different actors <laughs> and a different screenplay. It could have been. It could have been like a really, really interesting. I think. Great um, I think the thing that film. people. Like us, our age group probably remember the most is the different ghosts. 
Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah had, exactly. Like the jackal, the juggernaut, and the, oh, they were kind of cool. It was like it, it was like a game. It was uh, yeah, it was all really cool, and they could have done a lot more interesting, unique things with it. They kind of yeah. just made it like there's a house, there's like a glass house, and all these ghosts are in boxes, and the house moves occasionally, and then people get killed. That was pretty much all that happened. Yeah. They didn't do anything that was particularly unique to each one of these ghosts' particular traits, yeah. did they really? Wait, so did they your just... mum, you know, like, when the lawyer gets split in half, did your mum say, oh, look at that, Ben? <laughs> I, my oh, mum probably introduced me to, like, horror. She used to let me watch hmm. terrible horror films when I was younger. I think because she, she enjoyed horror quite a lot. Yeah. And then she waited till I was, like, a sort of a good age to start watching horror films. Hmm. And then she just let me watch anything. And okay. it kind of, it kind of, like, did certain films really stayed with me for a long time i think i told you about it. i was terrified of like event horizon for years that was terrifying yeah 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 <laughs> like i remember seeing it and being like i've got to go to bed i'm terrified similar time to this right yeah probably early like 2000s. late night, yeah. probably early 2000s late 90s possibly i'm not sure yeah yeah um so i watched this oh, i remember the, 97. the last time i watched this was in re in year eight <laughs> so <laughs> like I think it was like towards the end of the year, and um, that's a weird. That's a weird. Yeah. and it was like either like okay, kids, we, let's like draw something. It's gonna be one of the lessons where you're just gonna draw, and then um, I remember someone had Thirteen Ghosts on DVD, and they're like, oh no, let's watch, let's watch this in um, RE. In RE, yeah. Um, the teacher, <laughs> Mr. Wheatman, who's like the, the cool teacher, and he was like, no, nah, I can't let you watch a horror movie. It's, it's an eighteen. You're like twelve. You can't watch a horror movie. Oh, go and then, on. Um, and then my friend Liam said, but there's boobs. And he went, oh, like, okay then, all right. That's <laughs> so we... what convinced. That is what convinced yeah, the yeah. teacher to let you watch the film. But there's boobs. Yeah, and I think that was the last time I saw it. But I remember at the time thinking, my mind is being blown a little bit. Like a lawyer split in half. That was kind of cool. I was I was the right yeah. age for this sort a of lawyer split in half. Fun. I didn't really know what a lawyer was back then, but yeah. you split in half. So it was great. Yeah. Um. Okay. So um. And you watched it again. Yesterday, when did you watch it? Uh, a few nights ago. Does it hold up to your, you know, your nostalgia? Um, like some parts, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I mean, um, I was quite, I was nitpicking a lot with a lot of different things. It was mainly the characters, you know. Yeah. There's the characters and the things they said, which like you got to take with a pinch of salt because this is a kind of ridiculous film. It's got that B movie feel to it, and yeah. that it is a bit stupid. There's a lot of overacting. There's, there's, there's a, a lot. Of, there's a bit where the Peter 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 woman like came into the house and she saved him and she go and they go what are you doing here I'm saving your ass and I was like I couldn't my eyes were rolling so yeah. hard there was also another bit where someone said who the hell is that and he went I'll explain later they did that like, three or four times don't worry about I'll explain <laughs> later yeah I'll explain later it's just like just explain now really quickly yeah. like, like people don't talk that way yeah anyway I, um, okay well. Let's so well, so it doesn't it does hold up in some ways, but but not in others for you. I mean, it holds up in terms of like some little cool set pieces and that, mm. but pretty much the fabric of what holds the film together is just completely falling apart for me. Like yeah. some cool, some cool little visuals are the stuff that I remember, and I think yeah, that was cool, and I still mm. just as cool as I remember it. But almost everything else was kind of kind of yeah. disappointing. I mean, we were going to call this stuff like a guilty pleasure episode, but. I have to say, I was watching it with Kat. I was like, Kat, you're, you're like, this is a cool horror movie. And I was like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not enjoying this. It's <laughs> like, not a pleasure. I like, well, I it's felt a like, guilty. I felt like, kind of embarrassed. I was like, I kind of wanted <laughs> Kat to enjoy it. And I was I like, I wasn't mean. enjoying it. And I was like, oh, God. 
know, know when you like, remember, remember a film and you yeah. go, oh man, you got to watch this. It's so good. And you sit yeah. down with someone and you start watching and you go, it's not, is it? <laughs> it's not. You feel a bit, you feel yeah. a bit sheepish. You're like, yeah. well, should, should we turn it off? Yeah. But, um, okay. So let's jump into the story a little bit. I mean, yeah. Shall I just give you a brief oh, synopsis yeah, yeah, of everything? Yeah. Okay. So 13 ghosts. Um, obviously let's talk about the title because it's got the number one and three, like inexplicably in the middle of the word 13, which kind of works on first glance, but when you try and look into it a little bit more, it really doesn't. It's almost like they've just gone, well, I just, let's get the number in there somehow. For, so obviously it's T-H-I-R-1-3-E-N, ghosts. Is that how it was on the posters in the DVD? Yes, yeah, yes, okay. it is. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, that's a bit silly. Uh, for there's two, a 2001 supernatural horror film directed by Steve Beck, remake of the 1960s film 13 Ghosts, which is just a one and a three by William Castle. Um, so brief synopsis. So when Sir- Sirius Criticos, Cyrus, Sirius, Cyrus, Cyrus, because no one's called Cyrus, are they? Nobody is. Cyrus the virus. Cyrus the virus. Only yeah, exactly. bad guys are called Cyrus. Only bad guys are made yeah. up people. So Cyrus Criticos, a There's very some guy listens to this like, called Cyrus going, oh, oh for God's sake. <laughs> my name I is hope... also but <laughs> my my name always gets a bad rap. So. So, so he's a very rich collector of unique things. When he dies, he leaves it all to his nephew, who's like the same age as him, and his family, <laughs> and it all included in his house, his fortune, okay. and yeah. his malicious collection of ghosts. Mm, malicious. Mm, malicious. Yeah. I've got a lovely... Col- I leave you everything. My house, my fortune. Mm, sounds good. And my, my malicious collection of ghosts. <laughs> no, no. Can I take the others? No, I can I take the, the others? The, the, the ghosts are included. So it's, a, it's a triple package deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, the film starts with... They're, like, getting that last ghost. It's the 12th ghost they're getting. And it's called the Juggernaut. And uh, Cyrus is there. And it's, like, lightning. And they're in, like, a... Yeah, like a, and a he's dump. got and he's got like a psychic assistant called Dennis Rafkin, who's played by Matthew Lillard. Um, <laughs> who's like proper, he, he like he like has all these convulsions and the headaches watch, and visions. You know he's like, ah, me, the ghosts. I watched the video uh, about a guy who he couldn't stop ejaculating. Like he ejaculated like yeah, like <laughs> oh, no three hundred and forty <laughs> yeah. orgasms every day, like every every <laughs> minute or something, and he just couldn't stop walking about like sort of falling. Going, and like falling to the floor, and I was like, Matthew Lillard has that same problem. <laughs> Does anybody know he's like jizzing all over the place here? <laughs> oh my god, it was just so unfortunate, wasn't it? I remember yeah. seeing, I've seen the videos. Well. He's, he hates himself, doesn't he? <laughs> every time it looks kind of like uh, you know when like you walked in a dog and they peed in the corner of the like floor, and they're looking up at you, and they're a little bit sort of guilty. He looked, he had that same face every time he did a little little jizz. What? Walking to the library and I jizz in my pants. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at exact same. Like the face, the facial expressions were spot on. Oh, it's like it's like it hurts him now. Yeah, it's like it's. Anyway, if you are listening to this and you haven't seen this, <laughs> Google a jack man ejaculates against it's, his will. It's like a it's like a pro, like a disorder. Like he can't stop. Very unhappy about it because you just couldn't yeah. concentrate on anything. Running well, for a like, bus. I saw him like he was at a funeral or something. He's oh, walking away no from way. the grave. Like, Absolutely not. Why is it? I think it was in some sort of gravestone. He's walking past some, some uh, <laughs> churchyard, and then he just suddenly dropped to his knees, and then dropped to his front, and then like stood up and looked a bit disappointed, and carried on walking. What do you reckon he? <laughs> disgusting. What do you reckon? Diapers. He, what do you reckon he wears? 
Diapers, definitely. He ain't got nothing else to give, surely. He'd be dry as a pan- dry as a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly overcooked pancake. Uh, <laughs> he would have nothing else to give. He's not got like constant, constant fluid down there. Surely he's going to dry up eventually. A couple of prunes down there. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of prunes and a sat and a, like a little shriveled uh, sultana. Yeah. You know when you're eating popcorn <laughs> and then you get one that hasn't cooked properly. And it's like yeah. a little stone. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's just like that. Okay. Um... So, what's the, so what's the point? Oh, yeah, the point is Matthew, Lillard's, Matthew actually... Lillard's performance is like that. So he keeps having headaches and convulsions and yeah. visions of these ghosts and stuff. It's almost like he's one of those cinematic psychics who like touches people and then sees their past. Yeah. <laughs> like that. It's like, uh, it's, it's, oh my God, the editing. This is one thing that annoyed me a little bit. And yeah. it, it dates this kind of. <clears throat> age of film like so much where you have like the constant cutting with like and in the invert the colors like constantly yeah. like it's bleaching it's like an mtv almost... uh music video like everything yeah and it was so it was so like it's so loud and in your face yeah like chill vi- out visually visually it was <laughs> yeah. like Fucking and the hell. camera's constantly like always moving uh yeah it was, yeah. It was too much it's almost like there are 13 ghosts in this film how's that sound bloody terrifying yeah now have a look at this whoa Maybe that's why the film's not particularly like scary. Like I don't know, it's got it's tense in some ways, but like there's no like jump like scares or anything because it's constantly at that like at eleven. It's it like no a Ramstein concert. Yeah. Just like yeah, whoa, it's yeah. fire over there. Yeah. Jesus, what else that? Whoa! Yeah. This feels like the visuals that you have behind Ramstein when they're playing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So um, uh, so they're about to catch the uh, the juggernaut ghost, which is like a big strong one. Um, and then the, <laughs> the, the, the Peter is it Peter? Am I pronouncing that right? Peter, as in the animal rights type people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's not really like she's a ghost rights person, isn't she? Okay, well, that this, this okay. This is making any sense because she says you, it's not it's not right to trap these souls. This ghost has killed like forty people. They say they say the yeah. juggernaut has killed like it killed twelve people who was alive, and now another forty or something since he's dead. It's like, Good you, to trap you can't it. trap him. It's not right. It is. He's killing people. <laughs> He's killing people. She's like going, that mass murderer, man, you're yeah. putting in prison. Let him out. Let him roam free on that, the fields. <laughs> that dog's just mauled a whole class of toddlers, but he's so cute. <laughs> Let, he's him so cute. Let him run free. Let him run free. No, not in the schoolyard. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, so it's so campy. Like, yeah. Um, and then they capture the ghost. Just got killed a load of people. They trap him in his glass box and there's like incantations written on the wall so he can't sort of get out. Yeah. Um, oh, also they have these little special glasses that they wear. They're like a little UV light so they can see the spectral yeah. glasses so they can see the do they, do you reckon when that, this is a cinema, they used to give out like glasses like that? Uh, I reckon it'd be, it, I mean, I'm not expecting you to know that, but it could have been, <laughs> could have been, could have been quite interesting. Yeah, I bet, I bet somewhere did that, yeah. Yeah. Cardboard glasses but, or something. So, so, so um, after they capture the ghost, turns out Cyrus just turns up dead. He's just led there, going bloody. Yeah. I've had, I've had me, I've been done writing. And uh, Embeth Davids, uh, the ghost, what should we call her? The ghost sympathizer. <laughs> the ghost sympathizer woman. Her, yeah. Her, her bloke's been done in as well at the same time. Yeah. So, so what's that? What does that? What does that teach her? She's sympathizing for the ghost, but now he's done in done in your other half. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Screwed. I just remembered that there was a van to, to lure the juggernaut ghost. There was a truck shooting blood 
everywhere. Yeah. It's like, like it's constantly at eleven. <laughs> it's like this is where we're starting from. Um, yeah, it was a bit mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then we get introduced to like the family. And I find like so initially we see a family, so Tony Shalob, Arthur, so he's Cyrus's nephew. Um we're introduced to the family, he's got a wife and like a young boy and then like a teenage daughter. Yeah. And then we we're sort of in and we're the sort maid. of shown there's a, like a hip street maid. <laughs> yeah. But then we're showed we're showed that the, the wife dies in like a fire in a really in a really strange way where it sort of just pans around the house. Yeah, and it's and super super reverby, and they've got like twinkling piano noises. Yeah, and, uh, and 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 then we just get some audio, which obviously we hear that there was a fire and that she died, and that was it. Yeah. This, but then, but then when when we see them living in in a flat after the fire, yeah. this is the weirdest dynamic of any family ever. They just seem like four totally different people. <laughs> Would never <laughs> be a good they're point. Like a family because they're just uh, like there's like Arthur Shallop with his like hot teenage daughter yeah um like a little italian kid italian kid <laughs> and and like and a, a hip black street black nanny yeah who's yeah like, who's like dropping out all the one-liners and just it's a really weird dynamic because i'm like they make a lot about being pretty much broke and they've got to live in a shit house but mm. it's just like they've got a nanny they've got a nanny yeah I was thinking that's that, the like, first thing you cancel he's the like, first I thing you cancel afford... subscription to yeah so he i'm sure he says like I can't, we can't afford Something really like basic, rudimentary. It's like cornflakes or something. We can't afford cornflakes, man, or something. And then it goes. Well, the nanny must cost like two hundred quid a week or something. Like, yeah. And then the nanny is shit. Like she said, we get we get it's made out very early on that she can't cook. Yeah. She just like pretty much just. They're talking to him like the kid about. Are they talking to him about like people dying and stuff? He's, I think like, he, he's just interested in. They don't really go anywhere with this, uh, but he's just this interested little, in, in dead things. This Italian kid is weird as well. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he speaks a little bit like, all right, how is it going, man? Wow, you sound, like, like... you sound exactly like Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he is Adam Sandler. <laughs> Young Adam Sandler. He's sort of got a bit of a, he got a, bit of a speech impediment, but he's like, yeah. he is like the worst kid actor ever. He's just like, he goes back and forth. He's got like yeah. a really annoying little face. He's got like... <laughs> He's got like a chain around his neck. Faced kid, yeah. Stupid faced kid. Yeah. He got like a chain around his neck and like black, black spiked hair. He's a shithead. <laughs> it looks like he is a Green Day fan. He looks like Fat Mike <laughs> if someone had like shrunk him. I tell yeah. you, who he looks like. I tell yeah. you, who he looks like Guy Fieri. He looks yeah. like a young yeah. Guy is. Fieri before he discovered. I think he is Guy Bleach. Fieri. Yeah. Before he discovered Bleach for his hair, <laughs> yeah. he looks exactly like him. He's got the same dress sense, and he's a little. Prick. Oh, that's. I'm sorry. I like Guy Fieri. I love. I love Dino. I love Dino's Drive-ins and Dives. It's one of my favourite things to watch. It's a true story as well. I don't know what that is. It's sort of cooking program, but cooking program where he goes around to all these little, all these little hidden little gems all around America and finds like loads of food that's really terrible for him. I like uh, Hell's Kitchen. I like Three Gordon Ramsay going around to all the shit places and saying you shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> over and that's, over. that's pretty good as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So. We're to the family. Um, a lawyer shows up um, and he goes, I've got something to show you guys. You're a family gather around. We put a presentation together for you. Yeah, and we it's... put a presentation <laughs> together on like some weird PC game background, yeah. like some weird RPG, yeah. like broken sword background. Yeah. And the, and the video window pops up and it's uh, Cyrus. He's like, I've, I've not, I've lived a good life, but I left uh, a lot of family stuff. 
So I'm going to make all of you, you can have my house and stuff. And then every now and again, the window would minimize. Yeah. And then it, and then it would reopen. So he's got like something extra to say. So yeah. I imagine like the lawyer's like been told to like minimize it there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maximize. Yeah, just but to, like, I got confused by that. Like yeah. minimize it. Oh, no, wait. He's got something else to say. Yeah. Just fucking play the old thing, man. Yeah. And there's like other windows sense. popping up. It, it does, That's not real technology. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. <laughs> Um, okay, so it does not exist. They're like, uh, you know, very happy. Did um... Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Again, to get a free house. The key looks a bit weird. They, they all drive to the, the house. The key, looks, the key looks like something from a computer game. This, is, this the... is weird. So they go, how far away is it? And the lawyer goes, oh, yeah, it's just around the block. The next scene, he says, you'll be it's about four or five miles from anywhere else. <laughs> like, you won't see anyone else around. And they, and to get there, they drove through, like, this, like, run-down neighborhood. Like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so, and they get there. Where's this place? Um, and then, um, what's his name? Matthew Lillard is, he's there. He's uh, in, like, a power... Um, inspector costume. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah, is. costume. He bought it from the joke shop. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, look, guys, the power's out. I've got to come in here and I've got to check the power in this house. The house itself is just a big glass box with lots of paneling yeah. and and stuff. Very yeah. modern. Yeah, and then they look through it and you can like see through the whole house pretty much. And then one of them goes, "I hope the bathroom's in the basement." <laughs> <laughs> what? Because yeah. someone's gonna. There's no one around for four or five miles. You can do as many peas as you want. No one's gonna see. It's weird how uh, they say oh, you can see all the way through, and then ten minutes later they say I can't see the gu- I've lost the guys. Do you know what I mean? I've lost the person who's I've in the next everyone. room, even though there's fucking glass walls everywhere. Sorry, it's got the rain coming out. It sounded like it was leaking into the house. Oh, the r- the rain is coming down big time. I think it's okay. Okay, um, so they go inside the house. Inside the house is like loads of like you know knives and swords and art astrolabes and um, yeah loads of bits of tat <laughs> expensive bits of t- lots of brass yeah lots, lots of, of brass, brass and bits tat. of tat oh he's a bloody yeah. yeah everything's like oh you couldn't relax in there could you yeah uh <laughs> matthew lillard what's his i think his name's dennis so he he comes in and he goes right i'm gonna check the basement well i'm gonna get those power lines sorted he comes in to check the basement and he jizzes in his pants. A lot. So this is the bit where I was like, wow, he is that guy from that video. Like, so this is where they keep all the ghosts. So I think the idea is that like it's all, he's he's overwhelmed by all these these 12 ghosts that are down there. Yeah, because he doesn't know the ghosts are in the house at this point. No, he just no. He's just come in to get some money, which Cyrus has like owed him for all of the 
fit times he caught ghosts for him. Yeah, yeah. Or helped him catch ghosts. Yeah, so he sees so he sees like the glass sheets with all the Latin phrases all over, the barrier spells. Yeah. Um, and he's having his flashes and then he just pretty much when he goes down into the basement, he discovers the twelve ghosts. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like they're all like we get some flashes of them and there's they're all evil looking. The, the ghost designs I think are actually one of the, the good things in, in this. Yeah. Film. So should we just quickly run through the ghosts? Well, not too far. So we've got the firstborn son, mm-hmm. he's just like a little ghost with like an arrow in his head. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. I uh, got the torso, which is pretty much just a torso. a torso. I swear you only see this thing like twice. There's a few you only see a couple of times. They're like not interested like in getting a screen the bound, time. The bound woman. The bound woman. I think she's hanging or something. Yeah, that's it. She's just like a woman hanging. hanging. The withered lover. Uh, so someone with like burn all the way down her face. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to that. Torn Prince is just like a jock dude like from the 50s baseball high, high school and he's like Teresa, yeah he's he's a baseball star with a bad attitude <laughs> exactly yeah Ang- angry princess who was like um a plastic surgery laden big uh hard, she, she hard, was she was the boobs, boobs that my friend was talking about yeah, yeah. boobs but cuts all over it and boobs yeah. that rock solid as well when the boobs came on the re teacher mr wheatman was disappointed <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> what what did he <laughs> say no, remember being a bit like, oh, I thought there's going to be real, like the, boob, the non- boobs came on the t- dead boobs, <laughs> the non-dead, the boobs came on the screen and he jizzed in his pants. <laughs> and then we got the pilgrimess, who is like, uh, what, just like an horrible she's got, um, looking witch. Yeah, she, uh, she's got a what's it called? Um, what, what do you call them things that like wooden yeah. panels that you? Yeah, I know what stoned you mean. Yeah, I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, but I know what you mean. It's called something. Um, <laughs> the uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Balls. And then we got the great child and dire mother. It's just a big fat bloke who's and not. A I think that's cheat. That is because there's two ghosts there. Like, yeah, is that two? Is that two in one? Yeah, they've they put the two in one on that one. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Not, I've not done the math. No, not done the mathage. But um, then we got that. We got the hammer, who's just like a bloke with loads of bloody uh, bolts. Sp- bolts and spikes through his body i mean it looks painful yeah the jackal i mean a jackal's the best one um so it's the yeah. ghost of a man the jackal oh what a man the, the jackal was the ghost of a man i thought it was a woman oh well, one with like the this has got like a cage on its head yeah in like um a sort of straight jacket thing and she looks terrifying I mean, he this, looks terrifying this i mean this he is the uh the most visually uh interesting out of all the yeah. ghosts in it yeah 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 definitely and then, the and, then it's, and then and then we got the juggernaut who's the big the big scary strong man just got a big one. chin and he's yeah he looks like how it looks like a frankenstein ghost yeah so that's 12 so who could be the 13th ghost Ooh, well you. we will find out next week yeah. <laughs> um so whilst the arthur guy the dad is signing some paperwork with the uh, lawyer um who's like who's telling him like oh all the money is sorted you don't have to worry about it cyrus is it's all fine. Um, the kids and the nannies are like looking around the rooms, and they mm-hmm. all, all get separated. The teenage girl gets <clears> to <throat> a bedroom. The boy's on a scooter. He goes down somewhere. They don't go to the basement yet, but uh, and then there's a nanny who's like lost the, the kid within seconds. Who's lost the kid in a glass house? <laughs> <laughs> she is awful. You can't cook. She's lost a kid in a glass house. Yeah. Jesus, there is a love. There is a lovely line where where Arthur does say, "Now, nah, first rule is don't be throwing stones." 
Yeah. Which I enjoyed. I enjoyed oh, yeah. that. I, I clapped. I clapped to that bit. That That's one of my rules in any house I've been in. Don't be throwing don't, stones. <laughs> don't throw stones. Rude. The, 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 the plasma screen. <laughs> it's rude to throw stones. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like your house. It's lovely. What are you doing? Just throwing stones at the wall, mate. What are you doing? Skimming. Throwing stones at the windows. Skimming stones across your <laughs> across your bowl of soup. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then uh, Matthew Lillard runs upstairs and he goes, Arthur, Arthur, don't get, don't, you've got to get out of this house. There's, there's loads of ghosts in the basement. And he's like, really like, um, Arthur's like, whatever, I don't don't believe you. The lawyer's like, don't listen and, to this and, fool. And then, Matthew, and then Matthew Lillard goes, well, let me try and convince you with some great overacting. And see what... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So Arthur touches, um, <laughs> this is definitely, so Arthur's like touching um, Matthew Lillard. And every time he touches them, he goes, it's like an involuntary orgasm, orgasmic spasm. I don't reckon it's involuntary. I reckon it's totally, totally voluntary. Voluntary. Okay. Yeah. He just goes, oh, I'm going to jizz now. Oh, God, it's a ghost again. Stop massaging me. Like he's, uh, but he's actually having visions of, uh, apparently he's a psychic in the sense that he can see the whole history of someone's life. And he's seeing the wife that got like burned and, and stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's seeing unhappy. everything. Yeah. So you see, he basically sees that the withered lover the mm. ghost, the ghost in the house is Arthur's deceased wife. Yeah, yeah. So whilst, so at this point, the, the house starts to like uh, close and and panels start to shift and go. Yeah. And whilst whilst um, Matthew Lillard's trying to tell Arthur to get out, the lawyer has is snuck out. He's greased his way through some hole somewhere, and he's trying to pick up a, <laughs> a big bag of money. Um, and as he's leaving, I think he sees. Oh yeah, he sees the uh, the door open, and I think the the naked, what's the name? The angry princess comes out with a knife, and then she's coming towards him, and then uh, like the glass panel slides down and and cuts him. What was quite a good effect. what was the what was like this this kind of thing in films um, happened a, a few times. I'm going to say a few times, but I'm only going to give one other example of like Resident people getting Evil. sliced. It's on Resident Evil. This is very much like the laser beam corridor. Also, in Resident cube. Evil, where it happens in people cube get as well. happens in cube. So how yeah. does somebody get sliced in cube? Uh, there is it's really good effect actually it's, it's really lovely film so it's like a um, razor wire like a in a, a pathak squared cubed pattern just sort of swings mm-hmm. down and then uh, the guy sort of like topples to pieces yeah what was with that what was with everyone loved doing that in the early 2000s what was of people just getting sliced into loads of bits they must have just figured out like a an interesting way to do it like uh yeah special effect for it. Yeah, I like that effect. Can I borrow that effect, please? Yeah, yeah you can. I you feel can. like there was a point where the thumbs and the eyes was a big one in a lot of films. Yeah. After 28 Days Later. There's certain things that like become the zeitgeist of how people die. What do you think it is now? It's almost like um, they just want to find a really... What it is now, well, maybe not right now, but a few years ago, was like in ghost films when you see a ghost and it, like someone's mouth would go really big and their oh, eyes would yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah! Well, that was a uh, that was there was a um, a tutorial online that told you how to do it. I did it myself as well. It's really easy, and uh, <laughs> you just use After Effects. And after that t- tutorial came out, like so many low budget films used that because it, it was just cheap and it, it looked alright. Um, I think after Gerald's game, I'd be surprised if we don't get a few more Ring of Ocean dig loving sort of. Uh, oh, don't, even, you, don't even don't even mention it. Were we talking about just, Ring of Ocean the other day? Oh, talking about what? Ring of Oceans. What's that? So I was reading. So I, I was, you know, Jimmy Fallon, the TV host. I was like, 
heard he had a ring accident. I was like, what, what's that? Oh, because my dad no. used to say that he, um, my dad used to work in mines and stuff. And he, used to, he doesn't wear his wedding ring anymore because he used to say he can't wear it because he'll get trapped in a machine and he'll get an avulsion. And I was like looking at pictures, wondering like, what the hell's an avulsion? And it's fucking disgusting. Like, oh. the, the ring literally like catches and pulls like the entire skin and nail of the finger off. Like as if it's just like a little... Well, that like, happened to Jimmy Fallon. Well, you, uh, I've never seen the actual picture, but he said it was horrific. And uh, I've seen pictures of other people's ring avulsions. If you want to have a look, I mean, just be warned, it is graphic and quite difficult. I don't want to have a look. Yeah, I, even, I'm the kind even, of person who would. Even the word that you, even the word degloving, sent shivers <laughs> up my spine. Yeah. yeah, it's just like ah, eh, 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 eh. okay. Um, so uh, where are we? So oh yeah, so uh, the kid. Whilst all this going on, the lawyer gets split in half, and the kid is on his scooter, and he hears voices telling him to come downstairs, and then other voices telling him to stay upstairs, and he says, "Fuck those other voices! I'm going downstairs." Goes into the basement. <laughs> he gets um. I don't think it's attacked per se, but he just gets sort of like disappeared. He gets like cornered, and then yeah. um, at some point, lightning strikes. He turns around and sees the ghost of Cyrus, the guy who owned the house and stuff. He's there. Yeah. He's got a bloodied neck. Hasn't changed his like, clothes. No, could have yeah. done. Couldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he, so the little boy vanishes, and then obviously now it's Arthur and everybody are like, "Well, we got to find. We got to find Bobby." Yeah. And we've also got to like escape the house. I don't know. I'm not really sure what everyone's goal is here. I think, like... I think the goal is for, mainly for Arthur to find his kids and get out. But because the house is constantly shifting now, it's impossible to do. Yeah. Like I said, they can't seem to see anyone now, even the people that are on the same level. It's a bit, it doesn't really make that much yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, so Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth's character ends up in a bathroom. Um, yeah. And she is, it's like, it's just a bathroom with a bath, a toilet and a sink. And she acts like she's never seen one of those before. Yeah. She's like, this bathroom is amazing. I was like, kind of yeah. average. Yeah. It's kind of average. It's not that great. There's some cool bits where her and the, so the angry princess is there, but she, but she can't see her. Yeah. And she like, um, does something that obviously she like sort of starts filling up her hands in the bath and splashing it in her face. Yeah, I do that. Do you, do you? <laughs> no, you do that? Nobody no, does yeah, that. That's, nobody, anyone does that. Nobody does it. I was going to say what. <laughs> Uh, and the angry prince is like in the bath, but then Arthur bursts in and sort of says, yeah. "Bobby's gone missing. We got to find him." You don't, you don't explain this, but the angry princess is weeing in the bath whilst the girl, oh. Shannon, oh, right. is so, splashing her face. It's nice to have a little wee in the bath, though. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> on so the not way out, after, surely, not when, out, not okay. your bath, right? Uh, we a wee in the bath, and then oh, someone else gets in, and uh, they'll never know. <laughs> oh, it's they'll warm. never know. <laughs> oh, it's warm. Extra warm. Yeah. Bit of a funny colour. Uh, I thought the boiler was off. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Like nature, nature's boiler isn't. <laughs> okay. So yeah, not, um, not like after that, the jackal. So the ghosts are like all getting out basically as the house yeah, starts yeah, shifting. Yeah. They're all coming out and attacking people. <clears throat> so the jackal, which is like the straight jacket one, attacks Kathy and like chucks her up in the air, slices her face with claws. Arthur sort of helps. And then this is the time where everyone sort of starts to realize that the ghosts are real because they start popping on the little glasses. Yeah, yeah. Seeing them. Um, the jackal, pretty soon after this. So the, the little kid is, is, is gone, by the way, until later on. Um, yeah. The jackal attacks. I think the first attack, he attacks the girl, the daughter, right? Um, yeah. And then they're running away from him and stuff. And it they all get separated at this point it's just a lot of being attacked by ghosts and sort of getting yeah. away and narrowly yeah, like narrowly like jumping under 
<clears throat> panels as they close. And then the, the ghost, the ghost sympathizer turns up, Ember David, and she like saves them. She's got like quicksilver flares. She throws, yeah. and somehow that works. And I don't know what it really does. Yeah, she seems to throw it at one of the ghosts, and then it kind of just maybe it's like the light or something. I don't know. Delays it briefly. Yeah. 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 So they so then they explain that that there's a lot of obviously explaining. There is, there is, yeah. <laughs> the house is a machine powered by the captive ghosts, and it allows its users to see the past, present, and future. Like, I don't think it makes that much sense because at some point they're like, "Why would anybody want to do that?" And they were like, "Well, if knowledge is power, this is the most yeah. powerful thing." And I'm like, "Why?" Well, I don't know and how you'd use that. Someone say the, o- the only way to shut it down is through the creation of a third, thirteenth ghost. Yeah, which is which is created from a sacrifice of pure love. It's like how specific. Yeah, and where do they find out this information? Like in a fucking guidebook? Well, like, where is it's, it? It's like a, a version of the Necronomicon, is it? They, they say like the spell book or something. Yeah, yeah, because um, they, they've got like a, a book which has got all the drawings in and stuff. Yeah. No, I stand corrected. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it was called Basilius's machine. I think that's what the the house is actually the machine. In the center, there's like the twirling, swirling spiral shapes. Oh, that was that that was like um, PS3 fucking. Uh, it <laughs> PS3. was, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like Cut, the opening credits. It's like uh, Activision, and then it'll have like the sp- the gears and stuff spinning. Yeah. yeah, it was it was some it was one of those machines where it's like you were looking at it and it was spinning around so fast and people were standing about three feet away from it. It's like that's gonna that's gonna give you a ring avulsion if anything. Yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't mean a ring on your hand. No. No. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it. Uh. So the girl, the teenager, goes missing at some point. Um. Arthur. Yep. Um, the girl, the Peter, Peter girl, and Matthew Lillard are in a safe bit in the library, and then they were like, "My kids," and Matthew Lillard. So we find out Matthew Lillard has been helping Cyrus do all the, get all these ghosts together, and he's not been paid. And we find out that the fourth ghost is um, the tortured lover is or the withered lover is Arthur's wife, and yeah. Matthew Lillard helps them capture his wife. He's like, look, man, I don't know who you were. I'm sorry about that and stuff. But yeah. I, I'll help you get your kids back. Let's go back in and, and, and find your kids. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so then they go, they take like a panel of the uh, of the glass with the spells on it and they go into the, into the basement again. They get they get fucked up by, uh, they don't find the kids. It was kind of pointless to even went yeah. in the first place. This is basically kind of point. And then Dennis yeah. is like, there's only room for you behind there in that little corner behind the glass. It's like, well, really, if you really wanted to live, you'd make, make that happen, wouldn't you? you make that work. Yeah. But let me in as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so Dennis kind of like sacrifices himself to like the hammer, which beats the living bejesus out of him. And then the juggernaut turns up yeah. and, snaps, and snaps him like a dry rye vita. <laughs> exactly, like a Kit Kat. Um, <laughs> like and, a Kit Kat, yeah. And then, um, so then after... Oh yeah, so now so all the spe- like the house is kind of towards the end of its spell. Um, what's her name? The nanny goes with the Peter girl into the main room. Cyrus turns up, and the and Peter girl betrays the nanny and whops around the face with a thing with a book, big old big old book of shit, leather bound book. Um, and then she's like, Cyrus, I love you. I did everything you said. Blah de blah de blah, um, and then Cyrus says, "Turn on the spell." There's like a, a PA system. <clears throat> I don't really understand this because, like, we're not we're given like something very early on, which is Cyrus and and the ghost sympathizer having mm. a bit of bit of like a rivalry. Yeah, and then yeah. sudden suddenly they're like 
like she's kind like of in love. Fawning, like she's kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like kind of in love with him, and he's kind mm. of like, "I'll oh, just do this and do that." It's just like I just kind of felt a bit like, really, it just yeah. didn't feel particularly right. No. And it was at this, it was at this point, I didn't really understand what everyone's end goal was. I was no. a bit like, "Well, what is everybody really trying to do here?" Like, and I was like, "Why is there a PA system in that radio book?" Like, because they've built this. The PA system doesn't just control the music, because the the black nanny remixes the house. Some point <laughs> she remixes the house because it like, like it changes like the, she, the doors and stuff. Hmm, she's a woman of color. Surely she'll be able to scratch records or yeah. remix the house. I mean, it was a little bit. It was reaching a little bit. It, it? Was, it was a little yeah. bit. Oh, it was a little bit silly. Um, so anyway, so the, the the final bit of the house is is coming together. The final spell. Cyrus goes into the final room and he goes in there and just slips through at the right time. So the the Peter girl goes, "No, wait for me," and she gets smushed. The effects weren't too great on that. Um, yeah, I, I, I had to watch it more than once to see what happened, but she kind of got squished and that was a bit silly. Yeah. It's like on a, you know, you get those um, photo apps where it kind of makes one part of the screen bulbous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it looked, looked like, like that kind of effect. Yeah. It did. So she's out. Um, the nanny, as far as we know, is out. See ya. Um, Cyrus is back, but we don't see where he is. Um, Arthur. All the ghosts are called to the spinning machine in the center of the house. Mm-hmm. Arthur, see, I had no idea what was going through Arthur's head because he was like, I've got to kill myself to be the 13th ghost, but that's what they want me to do. But I don't want to do that, but I need to do it to save my kids. And then he doesn't do it. I don't really know what the point of No, he of doesn't do it. So there's, so there's like all these, so the kids are like in a mid, in a sort of clockwork device surrounded by these rotating metal rings, which mm. are spinning at an unbelievably fast pace. Yeah. And I don't really understand, like to save but his kids. But then he kids, does it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Save, <laughs> so to save his kids, all he's got to do is jump to them. And I think the idea is, I think what they're going for, he has to jump and kill himself. And the, if he dies and makes the ghosts, um, that would open the thing. Yeah. But then he says, no, I'm not going to do it. I'll leave the kids. And then Cyrus anyway. turns up and then they go, you're not a ghost. He takes his glasses off and Cyrus is still there. Um, so Cyrus faked his death, the dirty bastard. At the same time, the nanny wakes up and starts remixing the house. <laughs> and uh, well, uh, So it's like so a PA system. The house. All it is, is like six or seven faders and she's moving them up and down. And then the house starts to move like in odd ways and... The, the gears start grinding. I wonder what the science behind that is. <laughs> like, I wonder what the, the the actual mechanism of that is. Well, we got this fader here. It probably makes DJ scratching noises this. as well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it, even though it's just a fader, <laughs> no. the records involved, but it's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so and then the ghosts are like free at that point. They can leave the circle, and then they all go to Cyrus because he captured them on the rocket stuff at him. Um, yeah, they they lob him into the. The spinning gears. He lob him into the spinning gears and he obliterates into a thousand little bitties. Yeah. And then Arthur's like, okay, well, now I can jump into the thing. Yeah. And he, and he saves him. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it, right? And then the house kind of crumbles around him. The house kind of crumbles around him. He, he saved his kids. And then you get a little scene right at the end, which is Maggie, the nanny, sort of just going... I quit. Damn, I'm tired damn, of this I shit. quit. This, <laughs> yeah. wasn't in the, this wasn't in the job description. Oh shit! Remember when, like... remember when all horror films had to end with the black character cussing the film, <laughs> like cussing the job? Or y'all crazy? Y'all crazy? Yeah, I had crazy, this shit. Crazy white people. <laughs> crazy white people. Out of here. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. In Event Horizon, they had a, a guy. Because the black guy sort of got shot off in space, and he came <laughs> oh, back oh. and went, "You're crazy." <laughs> You're crazy. Sure. I've been shot up into space and shit. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah. I reckon every film should have LL Cool J in have... that shark one. Oh, that's oh, he's got a... LL Cool J in Deep Blue Sea is amazing. Don't let the, sh- the shark tries to eat his or does eat his parrot or his bird. Mm. You ate my damn bird. And he explodes the shark. We should do deep. Does Deep Blue Sea count as a horror? Yeah, I think so. I've not seen it in, in longer than this one. Deep Blue Sea is fantastic, and we should definitely watch it because that is yeah. definitely a, that is a guilty pleasure, but a guilty pleasure that is a pleasure. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see about that. I don't. I don't remember. I remember. We'll see about that. I remember uh, Samuel L. Jackson. That scene being particularly yeah. pretty cool. Um. Okay, dude. So that's how the film ends. Would you like some trivia? I'd love a little. I'd love a slice of trivia. Okay, the first slice. Um, number one, the film is included on the film critic Roger Ebert's most underrated list. True or false? Most underrated? Hmm. 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 Really? Really? What? False. 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 It's actually his most hated list of films. Oh, God. <laughs> um, most hated. So, uh, number two, what was the name of the RE teacher who let me watch... 13 Ghosts in Year 8. Oh, Jesus. I did mention it twice. I made a, I made a point to mention it twice. Were you listening thing? Um, yeah. Mr. Mr. Oh, begins with R. No. Oh. Mr. Mr. R.E. Mr. <laughs> Mr. R.E. Mr. See, it's because you said Roger Ebert. All I can think of is Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Roger Ebert is Mr. R.E. Can you give me a clue? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me a clue. Uh, yeah, so you, you find he's a man of a, a crop, a field. There's like a certain field, certain crop, and he's a man on this certain crop. He's made of this crop. He's made of the crop? Yeah. Mr. Corn. Well, man. that's close. Mr. Wheatman. Oh, yeah. like, oh you're no. close, yeah. I did, pretty <laughs> much completely, I did pretty much completely forget. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. It's not. It's not a boy. Okay. Um, Mr. Wheatman. Is three. he listening? Are you listening, Mr. Wheatman? Interestingly, we, we sort of kept in touch with his son, Sam Wheatman, and uh, I saw him in London a couple of years ago. Um, okay, number three. <laughs> which ghost took the most time to apply the makeup to? The most time mm-hmm. to apply the makeup. Now I'm only going to say this because I've got a keen eye. I've got a keen eye, Luke Condor, and I think. That not only were the angry princess's breasts fake, but I also think they were—they didn't belong to the actress. I imagined that they had been created and put there. You thought about no, those it's either that. You thought about or, it a lot of time. Or, or, a lot of torso. late evenings thinking about those breasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I pretty much watched just so many making of moments <laughs> of that. Um, so uh, either, it's either her or the torso. I would say. I think everything else was kind of costumey. I'll, I'll say the torso. Yeah, but or was that even a person? Might have just been a thing, an animatronic. I'll, I'll say the Angry Princess. That's, yeah, it's Angry Princess. I, I is that right? Yeah, that's right. I um, she wasn't. I because I thought like there's the hammer guy. He's got like stuff poking in and out of him. I thought that yeah, would take shit. longer, but maybe know. that's the only, that's the only one that had a lasting effect on me, Luke. You see? <laughs> uh, okay, so number four. Which of these ghosts isn't in the thirteen? The torso, the dying mother, or the benippled strangler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like to see 
If you've got some concept art for the benippled strang- strangler, <laughs> I'd like to see it, but unfortunately, not in the film, is she? He, he, she, he or she? It, it, it. isn't in the film. Okay, uh, you are right. Yeah, the benippled strangler was cut from the final edit of the film. I see. It was a big, a big finale with yeah. that. Him and his many nipples. Okay, number five. Get milk. Uh, <laughs> what is the name of the thing they're trying to open with uh, Basilius's machine? What's the ne- what's the name of the thing they're trying to open? They do talk about it a little bit. The 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 portal of doom. The gateway to hell itself. I don't know. Well, there's, there's two names. So, um, Ocularis Infernum. Ocularis mm. Infernum. I'll give you a go to try and translate Fiery it. Fiery eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the eye of hell. That's oh. what they were trying to open. And apparently if you could open the eye of hell, um, you had power. So, uh, dude, are you going to... I've opened the eye of hell. It's bloody horrible now. Jesus. <laughs> give me go money. away. Give me money. Investment. Okay. Um, I'm running a Kickstarter to... Build the Eye of Hell. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so dude, you got to grade the film. Oh, Jesus, this is going to be a tough one. Oh, it's not really, is it? Um, I'm doing a wee-wee dance. This is definitely... oh, do you need a wee-wee? I could, I, okay. I could definitely have a wee-wee. Maybe we should go, to get, go together. Well, I'm thinking I'm having a bath later. So. Oh, you're going to wee in the bath? Yeah. I see. And then cat get, <laughs> cat get in straight afterwards. Yeah. Um, let me have a think. Hmm. <laughs> I'll probably... I'm just trying to think of what I rated other stuff. It's a D plus because now I've seen this again, I kind of feel like I'd never want to watch it again. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense? Like, I'm done. I, I, this I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's something I held dear from like mm. years ago and a bit, a bit of nostalgia. I enjoyed it to a degree, but at the same time, I think in terms of plot, in terms of like performances, in terms of script, it's all pretty awful mm. so i would probably only go as far to give it a d plus so i would say a c but then i kind of think i've rated a few films recently a c and i think for me a c is like a, a six or a seven out of ten yeah and i think i don't know if i could go that high with this so i'll probably go for a d plus well i'd, I'd probably say a, a four out of ten so what Ooh. does that what does that translate to? That's like a maybe a D or a D minus. D minus. I think that sounds about right. D minus. I think I think what, however you want to translate it, however it works for you, oh, yeah. it's fine. So D minus. It's uh, it was nice to have a little visit back. Maybe in ten years' time, I'll visit again. But I'm not particularly looking forward to that. I don't know. I think it was like uh, I, was, I constantly kept looking at how long, how much longer was left in the film. Thinking, yeah, I can't. <laughs> Is this over yet? <laughs> like I don't know. Um. I would rather. Watch and it wasn't it very long. It was only like an hour and a half long. Yeah, yeah. It felt mm. like it felt quite long. Just the mm. amount of uh, orgasms. I'd like someone to do an orgasm count. What do you had? What? <laughs> that, an that orgasm I had, count. That I had in the film. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, it, it aches me so. Can we do like a supercut video for YouTube where it's yeah, Matthew Lillard's orgasm count in? She's in my pants. It sounds, yeah. it sounds good. I'm. I'm I'd, it might exist already. Let's might check, already let's check into that because that could be a, that could be interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, so next week I think we'll get back on the list. Um, well, will we? Who knows, mate? We always <laughs> say we do, and sometimes we don't. Uh, but the next one on the list is number fourteen. That's the Wicker Man. 
And that should be a fun. Oh, yeah. So last week, we ended super suddenly because my dog had an allergic reaction to something. Oh, yeah. And, uh, her face swelled up. And um, I saw her face and I was like, holy shit, I need to end this podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was really, really bad. It was it was pretty good that we were at the end of the podcast as well. I know, it? yeah. It reminded me of, um, you know, in, uh, is it, yeah, Blade One. You know, oh, they, oh yeah, like, oh god, just kind of oh, see no. it, kind of like. But she's, but she's all good now, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, the next morning, I was kind of worried that her face would never go back to its normal size again. But yeah, the next never. morning, she's fine. It would never, yeah, ever, yeah. ever go back. Uh, okay, so this show is brought to you by the Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Um, you can support the show at Ben's new Patreon account. Um, oh. that's patreon.com forward slash. Ben Errington, that's two Correct. hours, and um, there you can, you know, as little as a dollar, you can support Ben and all his endeavors, including this podcast. Uh, thanks to cover. Also, Yay. when we do the, uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna do like a book of uh, hiring yeah. Um Yeah. Are you gonna? Is that gonna be like a, a perk for patrons to get a free copy? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Okay. That's great. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna, so we are gonna do a book, pretty much just um, some ramblings about the, the fifty films that we discuss. Obviously not. Not the guilty pleasures like this one, and not the new releases like we've done in the past, but the fifty films from the list that we, yeah, that we've been chatting about. Like a companion book, so if people do want to do the fifty films, they could, you know, read along as, as they watch them. Yeah. Um, thanks to Kovach Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners, uh, and thanks to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. Thank you very much, Luke. Thank you. All. Results still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic Out of Botulinum Toxin A is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia. Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.